Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer, and I want you to think a little bit about what we have or have not done. You and I, personally, we the people as a whole, the Christians in America, what have we done and what have we not done? Because I still think the burden of what's happening doth lie on our shoulders. And I'm not trying to be a downer. I'm just trying to be a call to actioner. Is that a word? Is that, is that a word? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Now remember, I start for such a time as this, out of the book of Esther. That's where I got that. You know, I could be doing a lot of things in my life right now. At my age, with all my grandchildren and great-grandchildren, my husband and I growing old together. But I feel a calling to be here. I'm no Queen Esther. But perhaps it is for just such a time as this that the Lord has placed me here and you there. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, first of all, we praise you. For the God that you are, the great I am. And Father, I ask your forgiveness for our apathy and complacency. How that has hindered those who need you to know you. We have selfishly kept you to ourselves instead of sharing you with the world. Or maybe not so selfishly, but because, because we take it for granted. We don't have that, that deep relationship we need with you to walk with you each and every day. Forgive us for that, Father. Create, stir in our hearts, create in our hearts a new enthusiasm. A new excitement, like we get excited at a ball game or we get excited somewhere else. Father, may we be excited with that eternal life that you have given us, the salvation, the hope for the future, always there. And Father, that you are such a loving God that you are constantly with us, even when we are not obedient children. But I do realize we live in a broken world. And in this broken world, there are consequences. There's disease. There's brokenness. Father, may we, your children, be that hope that the next person needs. May we be your beacon unto the world to bring them to you and to bring America back. 
for such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So as I was, actually it started, I started going through some of this news yesterday that I'm going to bring with you, to you today. And I titled today's show, Deny and Defy, or our subtitle could be, You've gone a long way away, baby. Do you remember that old cigarette commercial? It was the Virginia Slims or something like that. And they were, no, the, yeah, was that the Virginia Slims? That uh, you've come a long way, baby, because all of a sudden women could come out of the closet to smoke. Because <laughs> that's, you know, where we ought to be. Well, we have lost, we have gone away, far away from our beginning as an nation in America. So gone are the days of free speech in America. Gone are the days of living safely in America. Your home is not your castle and your fortress anymore. Gone are the days of justice and due process of law in America. Gone are the days of American exceptionalism. Remember, Obama hated that. He hated American exceptionalism. Gone are the days of American heroes. That I don't want to believe at all. Gone are the days of the American dream. I don't want to believe that either. Gone are the days of American states united. Oh, we talk about the blue states and the red states. Gone are the days of morality. Of a moral people. Remember, our Constitution was made for a moral and religious people, and it is inadequate to any other. And thus, it is failing us because we are being led by immoral people. Gone are the days of common sense. Gone are the days of freedom. We are now, it would seem, all slaves. Gone is the Constitutional Republic, for we did not keep it. America is no longer that shining city on a hill. Why? I know I sound like I'm a downer today, but I'm not trying to be. But why are we, why have we come to this point in this nation? We have been foolish. We have been lazy, perhaps. We have been apathetic. We have been complacent. And we have allowed the ungodly to lead. Love all people, right? If you're a Christian brother and sister, well, we're to love everyone. Yes, you are. But you aren't to love the sin. So we let the perverts lead, and now they are the immoral and the ungodly. But they do not lead. They take. They are bullying their way through our nation. And because we failed... And continue to fail to stand up for God, truth in free speech. And, and we refuse to stand for righteousness because, you know, we don't want to offend somebody. But we have allowed the perverts and the fools to rule. And we, the people, will soon have nothing. So as I was writing this, my mind goes back, and it's been a little while since I've shared this little verse with you, and we did find out who wrote that, and it's in my book that's not been published yet. So I'm not going to try and remember his name. <laughs> that was the truth of it all. Um, 
from bondage to spiritual faith. From spiritual faith to great courage. From courage to liberty. From liberty to abundance. From abundance to complacency. From complacency to apathy. From apathy to dependence. From dependence back in to bondage. Before we close in this first uh, segment of the show, what does this mean to you? I'm going to read to you the text of our First Amendment of the Bill of Rights. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. That means they cannot form a church, a state church. Or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. That means they can't stop you from preaching on a sidewalk. Or saying a prayer at school. Or abridging the freedom of free speech. Or of the press. Or the right of the people peacefully to assemble. Or to petition the government of redress of of grievances. What does all that mean to you? Or does it mean anything to you? Are we so worried about hurting someone's feelings or saying the wrong pronoun that we just stay silent? But in our silence, they have taken your free speech. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. Pledge to buy American. In these inflationary times, our Made in the USA companies need your support. American consumers do make the difference. When you buy American, the money you spend stays in America. Liberty Tabletop is a great company and the only flatware made in the USA. Why would you buy your tableware from China? Just say no and say yes to Made in the USA. Visit their website where they are actually partnered with other Made in the USA companies. LibertyTabletop.com. Better, safer, beautiful variety and great art. More than just forks and spoons, they provide liberty. LibertyTabletop.com or call 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. LibertyTabletop.com. 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Buy American and bring America home. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. and While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. 
Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So Chris licked or liked or however you say his name. He's been licked, I guess you could say. He is uh, out of CNN. And I'm really not going to say a whole lot about that because I really don't care. I mean, it's no significance to my life that he just lost his job. And they're going back and they're saying, well, it could have been. I mean, it's been going downhill ever since, you know, they've had all the complaints from their little liberal folks that he should have never allowed that Trump town hall. You see, in their eyes, you, the people, I don't care what political arena you're on, which just disgusts me, disgusts me that we have these two sides. But they don't think you have the freedom to see anything outside what they believe. You're not allowed to have an opinion. Now, I have in my hand, and I saw this yesterday, and it intrigued me. And I, I was pretty excited at finding it and disgusted at the same time or dis- disillusioned or disappointed or whatever all at once. And I was sharing this with my husband last night. And I said, I just, I'm going to share it on the air tomorrow. I just think this is something that we, the people, need to understand and we, the people, need to know. So I'm going to go back to that little phrase about our Constitution was meant for a religious and moral people or moral and religious people. It is completely and totally inadequate for any other. So when you see them chipping away at your rights, like your speech, free speech. When you see them chipping away at your faith, your Christianity, you have to understand they have no morals and they have no religion except for themselves. But this is the origin, and it's a Christian origin, of Target. A company now badly missing its bullseye is what the title says, and it's by a Paul Batura. It says the American showman, P.T. Barnum, who famously said there's no such thing as a bad publicity, may have to reconsider his claim if he were somehow to be able to live through the current Target debacle. So the Minneapolis-based retailer had a very bad month. In May, shedding $10 billion in market value in just 10 days, 
reeling from its decision to go all in on displays featuring transgender and satanic-themed clothing and merchandise. Shoppers have expressed their disgust by steering away of the store. Despite widespread criticism, Target CEO Brian Cornell remained defiant, you know, deny and defy. As long as they are denying and defying God and what is what is moral and righteous, we're going to see this country continue to go downhill. And if we can, if you and I continue to be apathetic, we deserve it. But do our children and our grandchildren and our great grandchildren do they deserve it? I think those are just good business decisions, he said, and it's the right thing for society and it's the right thing for our brand. <laughs> well, financial bloodshed la- this last month suggests the CEO couldn't be more wrong, and the company's now former customers are making that perfectly clear. Now, the question is, in my mind, how many of you, how many of us will stay clear of Target? I, as as uh, as much as I try to watch all the news, I miss this fact of Target. And when I went in there, I didn't see anything in the Jeff City Target. Maybe they had already moved it. So I shopped one time there in May. But I'm not somebody that goes and shops every week. So I went in and bought some makeup and some makeup remover or some soap or something. It says Target's base doesn't want the propaganda its current regime is pushing. And it goes on here, and it starts telling the story of Target. If the company wants to hit the proverbial audience bullseye once again, rebuild customer trust and reclaim the business it lost, leadership would be wise to study and emulate its founder, George Draper Dayton. George was born in Clifton Springs, a rural community in Upper State, New York. As a young boy, he felt a call to the ministry. But financial hardships struck the family, and George's father steered him into manual labor work and various businesses. While on the job, George met Emma, his future wife. Seeing real estate opportunities, the couple eventually relocated in Worthington, Minnesota. George may not have been an ordained minister, but he believed he could best live out his faith and spread the good news of the gospel by serving residents in the area. George Dayton founded the Minnesota Loan and Investment Company and served as president of the Bank of Worthington. Both he and his wife taught Sunday school and the Westminster Presbyterian Church at the Westminster Presbyterian Church. He served as a ruling elder, clerk, and trustee. He naturally gave generously to the congregation. When the church burned down in 1893, Dayton was asked to purchase the property adjacent to the charred structure. The thought was the church might benefit from and enjoy some of the revenue George could realize from the venture. He agreed and wound up by constructing a six-story building on the land, which leased space to the Reuben Simon Goodfellow Company department store. Its owner eventually sold the business to George. The Dayton Dry Good Company is what it became, which after several 
iterations would eventually become Target in 1961. Store history indicates George operated the business based on strict Presbyterian guidelines, which included being closed on Sundays and not selling liquor, liquor or advertising any publication that accepted beer, wine, or spirit sponsorships. George Dayton believed that goodwill was the first law of good business, and the strong Christians made for good citizens. Before turning the store over to his son, the Christian philanthropist established the Dayton Foundation with a $1 million gift. Nelson Dayton would carry on his father's Christian principles, but in 1950, he turned over the store to his son, Donald, who proceeded to secularize policies. Just prior to the launch of Target in 1961, one of the company's executives told the Minneapolis Tribune that their goal was to combine the best of the fashion world and the best of the discount world and operate a quality store with quality merchandise and discount prices. Nothing immoral or shady about that, but certainly void of the foundational inspiration and motivation that led George to start the initial company in the first place. There's little chance, however, it says here, that Target will fully embrace its Christian roots. But we would all benefit if its executive leadership would stop insulting and offending its customers' sensibilities and reconsider and reimagine <laughs> the whole point of its business in the first place, which is to serve its customers and its communities. I remember that they refused to honor the servicemen not too many years ago. So when I was explaining this to my husband, he goes, well, what happened to Walt Disney? You know, originally Walt Disney was all about family. They were clean, pure. It was a good thing for the family. What about Sam Walton? Sam Walton had a entrepreneur idea. It wasn't a bad idea. I know it hurt a lot of the mom and pop shops, but it helped too. I'm not, but I remember when, and he passed away before it happened and then his children would not do it, but they were going to do some things for a Christian school in Missouri. And, uh, they later wouldn't do what Sam wanted. And we know that Walton, no, I'm sorry, that Sam's and Walmart have gone woke just like the others. And we're going to talk about that just a little bit, the ECG and uh, or ESG and what that means and why we're seeing so much of this in our nation right now. I said if we keep boycotting, we may be doing what uh, Bill Federer said a week ago, and us women may be uh, getting out the spinning wheels and making our own garments. <laughs> well, I don't know if we even have that talent anymore, but you know what? We need to stand on our principles and not cave. We need to stop letting the fools and the foolish and the ungodly lead and bully us. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So much to cover. I'm just going to go over this real quick. This is another thing on Target. And I only want to push this in front of you. I only want to bring this in front of you because I want you to keep it going. This came in yesterday on June the 6th. Shark Tank's Kevin O'Leary says $15 billion stunning collapse of woke Target should serve as a warning to CEOs. But, you know, it probably won't. That's me saying that. And um, he goes on in this, and he talks about the uh, investors and how the investors, uh, they kind of like that bottom line to be going up, not down. And he talks a little bit about the Bud Light scandal. Now, all this, all this filth, this pervert, perverts are being forced upon us, but more importantly, they're being forced upon our children. What we know of this uh, gender dysphobia is a mental illness. And what the left is doing is using the mentally ill to tear this country apart. And they want your children. We are not free in America. They want everything you have, including your free speech. So the ESG is the Environmental Social Governance. So you see, they watch this ESG, and they get points. And I don't know what those amount to financially, But that's what these companies are following, and a lot of this goes to BlackRock, which is an investing, a huge trillion dollars investing firm. Am I saying that right, Rudy, investment firm? And a lot of these big corporations like Target and maybe Bud Light, too, I don't know, they're connected to this. And they're answering to them instead of to their customers. And apparently BlackRock so. I mean, I I kind of wonder how many of us who have 401ks or or something like that, and you and you put your money in some kind of investment. It may not be directly into BlackRock, but is it then somehow eventually connected to BlackRock? Which made me think, oh my gosh, are we supporting BlackRock? Because I guess in a way we would be, wouldn't we? But we don't even know it. But we've got to keep these. I am not Sean Hannity. I believe your voice and free speech matters. And I believe as customers, consumers in America, you have the right to say, I'm not shopping there as long as you're doing that. I I was just a kid when they, uh, what was it, were they called the blue laws? When they had, uh, they wouldn't sell liquor on Sundays and most of the grocery stores prior to that were closed on Sundays. But then when they had the blue law dropped that, you know, you could open liquor, you could sell liquor any day. I mean, they no longer respect Sunday as a holiday or religious time. And, um, you know, it's, it just, it just, they kept nipping at it. Just, they just kept chipping away at our foundation. When you get right down to it, do you really need 
Could you not plan your day, your week, so you don't have to go to the grocery store on Sunday? I mean, couldn't you? When this man opened up for uh, his company before it became Target, he didn't open on Sundays. Just like uh, Chick-fil-A and Home uh, Lobby. I lost their name. Thank you. Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby. I wanted to say Home Lobby. Hobby Lobby. I go there all the time. You think I remember it. Hobby Lobby. And I didn't really talk about the owner of Chick-fil-A, but he did a stupid thing a few weeks ago. Very stupid. Caving to the left. Caving to the left. It's okay to have compassion, but don't be stupid about it. Well, here in Pennsylvania, well, not here, I'm not in Pennsylvania, but they arrested a man. He was standing on the street corner, on the sidewalk, quoting scripture. And they arrested him for that and called it hate speech. His name is um, Mr. Atkins, Damon Atkins. And the police officer arrested him because of hate speech, which is not respecting others. Across the street was a gay pride protest, not protest, uh, rally. They were showing off. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. You know, I don't think of the uh, the drag queens as the gay and and let me let me be clear here i know i have friends and i know i have listeners that are gay my christian faith does does not tells me that that is wrong it also tells me it's wrong to be promiscuous even if you're a heterosexual <laughs> so there are many things that are listed in our in god's word that are it's not just that they're sins, but they're bad for us. They're unhealthy for us. And it just happens to be that what they're doing is a perversion of God's creation. As is, as is heterosexuals who are promiscuous. It's a perversion. That's not what he intended our sexual behavior for. <laughs> but he was he was attempting to quote Corinthians 14:33 which says God is not the author of confusion. <laughs> Are you confused by what they put in front of you? He was arrested. And in this article they say I wished I could tell you this was the first time that this happened, but of course in Loudoun County, Virginia, a parent quoted the Bible during a allotted speaking time in a school board meeting and they also arrested him for hate speech. So what does our First Amendment mean to you? These, these things that they're doing go against our Constitution. They go against morality and religion. And we just keep accepting it. We tolerate it, then we accept it. In the article, there was a video, and in that, I mean, I'm sorry, there was a tweet inside this article that I have here on this, and it was a gay woman 
<laughs> a lesbian, proud of her lesbian spouse, which is uh, dressed up like a man. Uh, I guess, never mind, I won't make that little comment. A pastor of a church had his rainbow colors on, her rainbow colors on, because she's not a man. Just because she thinks she's a man doesn't mean she is a man. Speaking of love, you can love. God wants you to love everyone. Yes, he does, but not like that. I'm going to talk about this for just a few seconds. I'm going to veer to Attorney General Bill Barr and how they are persecuting and going after Trump to keep him from running for president, to keep him from becoming president, because they know if he does, he will. You know, we keep getting told he won't, and unless they cheat largely once more, they will. I hear the music. I'll have to talk about this when we come back. I'm telling you what, there's just so much news, and so much of it is ugly. I don't know what else to say. It's just ugly. But America, you aren't. You are not ugly. You need to stand up and let your beauty show that love that we as Christians have. These people are lost. You can't expect them to act like Christians. They're ungodly. The ungodly hate God. They do not love. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-316-2224. 888-316-2224. You'll be glad you did.
Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. My Pillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-432-8150. 800-432-8150. That's 800-432-8150. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Okay, I was talking about Attorney General Bill Barr, and he hates Donald Trump. He says, I've said for a while this is the most dangerous legal risk facing the president. There's substantial evidence there. If I had to bet, I'd bet it's near. He's talking about an indictment of Donald Trump. This is not a case of the Department of Justice conducting a witch hunt. In fact, they approach this very delicately and with difference to the president. He said if Trump hadn't jerked them around for a year and a half, he thinks it might have gone nowhere. But you see, they're making up stuff. This is, they're talking about the indictment over the, uh, criminal charges because of the classified documents. Now they all knew he, they had these. We know Pence has them. We know Biden has them everywhere, everywhere. And many of his he took when he was not president. He took them when he was vice president. We know that they actually helped others put them in place. Mar-a-Lago, it was in a safe, secured room with a safe. Trump did everything they told him to do about it. But they're going to go after him. And Attorney General Barr is anything but an honorable man. He is corrupt. So Cruz, you know, I've kind of wondered how come these these uh, 
elected officials have so much time that they can co-host and host on conservative talk shows and other shows and have their own podcasts and that kind of thing. I just kind of wonder, you know, we've got lots of things pressing, but they have plenty of time on their hands. I mean, after all, they have all those interns doing all the work for them. Sorry, just had to rant about that. But Cruz says, "My mark my words, I believe Attorney General Merrick Garland will indict Donald Trump because he hates Donald Trump. Garland is angry that he wasn't confirmed as a Supreme Court justice, and he wants to indict him. Okay, Trump wasn't even president when that happened, and that would have been the GOP who did that, and that was Mitch McConnell. So he has no right to hate Trump because the GOP wouldn't put him in there. That's a bunch of hooey. He may hate Trump, but and holds grudge as does as does uh, Chris Christie. <laughs> and I'm a little upset at all these people running for president, including Larry Elder and and some of these others. I don't get it. I seriously don't get it. If the Republicans lose, it'll be once again because the Republicans did not stand together. And it'll be because you out there and me in here, perhaps, I don't know. I know I'm not. I'm worried more about the the health of the Republican Party than we are about the health of this nation. Now, this made the news a, a day or so ago. And the police stopped this young group of singers from Rushing Brook School. Uh, it is a, I can tell by the way they're dressed, it is a private school. And they came into the Capitol there in D.C. and they sang the national anthem. And if you get a chance, you look them up and you listen to these kids sing the national anthem. So I got a big kick out of this because I have done, and maybe we will do this on the 4th of July. I haven't decided what we're going to do for the 4th of July or maybe building it up. Maybe we'll make a whole big series of it on the 4th of July because I love the Declaration of Independence but and the Star-Spangled Banner. But they were singing the national anthem, and you know the left hates it anyway, and the police officer came up and told them they couldn't do that because it was a form of demonstration. Found out later they actually had a permit. They had permission from the Speaker of the House. And uh, so Eric Bowling had them on his show and let them sing the national anthem. And this is where I got tickled because they sang the first verse of the national anthem. And he started to clap. And then they started with the next verse. And I don't know if it was the second or the last verse. I think there's four verses of the National Anthem, which we have talked about before. And let me tell you, those other verses are not so easy to sing because they don't go in the same rhythm with the syllables of the, of the wording of the song. And then they went into this harmony on that last verse. And it was so beautiful. Now, this was all a cappella. They grade school children. Just wonderful. You know, America, we have so much to be thankful for. And I don't want to leave you on a downside. So I'm going to go back to this verse. 
not back. I'm going to return to this that I have shared with you before. It was a 2020 campaign speech or video, but I just absolutely love it. So I'm going to share it with you because this is who we are. Can we come back home? America is a land of heroes, a place where greatness is born, where destinies are forged, where legends come to life. This is the home of Thomas Edison and Teddy Roosevelt and many great generals, including George Washington, Pershing, Patton, and MacArthur. This is the home of Abraham Lincoln, Frederick Douglass, Amelia Earhart, Harriet Tugman, and the Wright brothers, Neil Armstrong, and so many more. This is the country where children learn names like Wyatt Earp, Davy Crockett, and Annie Oakley. I used to play like I was Annie Oakley. This is a place where the pilgrims landed on Plymouth. Where Texas patriots made their last stand at the Alamo. The American nation was carved out of the vast wilderness of the, by the toughest, strongest, and the fiercest, and the most determined men and women ever to walk the face of the earth. Our ancestors... Braved the unknown, tamed the wilderness, settled the Wild West, lifted millions from poverty, disease, and hunger, vanquished tyranny and fascism, ushered the world to new heights, science and medicine, laid down railroads, dug out the canals, and raised up skyscrapers. Our ancestors built the most exceptional republic ever to exist in all human history. This is our glorious and magnificent inheritance. We are American. We are pioneers. We are the pathfinders. We settled the new world. We built the modern world. And we changed history forever by embracing the eternal truth that everyone's made equal by the hand of Almighty God. America is the place where anything can happen. America is the place where everyone can rise and where and here on this land, this soil, on this continent, the most incredible dreams come true. It is our canvas. It is our masterpiece. We look at tomorrow and we see unlimited frontiers waiting to be explored. I will stop there because I want you to understand we are still this and we can bring America home. Home.